Hello, my name is Travis, and you are listening to the Small Town Sports Podcast. For those of you who know me, you'll know how much I'm into sports, how much I talk about sports, how much they are pretty much a part of my life. And I've always kind of had an interest in doing podcasts, and I always listen to to Overdrive on TSN um, every day with uh, Brian Hayes, Jeff O'Neill, and Jamie McLennan. And, um, you know, they talk about a wide variety of things, but obviously they're, um, since they're out of Toronto, they're a Toronto-centric sports podcast and um, and radio show. So, you know, I sort of got my inspiration from them. And um, like I said, this is something that I've, thought about doing for a long time and I just thought you know what what the heck I'll give it a try so I downloaded the Anchor app and um, you know I'm going to give it a go here so um, I'll be talking about all different sports and all the big storylines that relate to them Um, so obviously this week um, is huge for hockey fans as it's the draft and NHL free agency opens up as well so what I wanted to talk about and I'm sure a lot of you who are have been following along um, on TSN or ESPN or whatever your whatever your sports um, app is that you pay attention to or whatever show you watch um, you know one of the big topics has been about the potential John Tavares coming to Toronto Um, you know, when there's always been lots of debate about that, whether, you know, if it's going to happen, if it's not, um, you know, is he, is he just going to stay put in, in New York now that, um, Lamorello has just been hired or, um, you know, does he want to, does he want to make a change because he doesn't feel, um, like the Islanders are winners and, and they have no chance of winning and, um, you know, that their organization may be fairly unstable right now as they, you know, they don't even really have uh, much of a rink. You know, they're still trying to figure out a more permanent rink situation because the one in Brooklyn is just absolutely atrocious. Um, I've heard nothing but bad things about it, bad reviews, and, um, you know, it was more designed for the Brooklyn Nets as a basketball stadium, not, um, you know, not meant for hockey to be played there. So, um, you know, the Islanders are certainly have a lot of work to do and if Tavares leaves um, that's going to set their that, or, that organization back a long time so a couple things I want to talk about so one Tavares coming to Toronto um, my initial opinion on it is you know it's <laughs> I'm sort of on the fence about it really um, you know will I be happy if he does come yes will I be Will I be mad if he doesn't? Not really, you know. Um, I think I learned a lesson a couple years ago when Stamkos was going through the same thing and, um, you know, there was all this talk about him coming to Toronto and, you know, how great that'd be, you know, a, a Toronto Toronto kid coming, coming home um, to play for the Leafs and, you know, how much excitement that would bring and obviously the potential of, you know, Stamkos and Matthews playing together would have, you know, (laughs) 
would have been something pretty special to see, but, you know, I, I got my hopes up for nothing, and, um, you know, Sam Coast ended up going back, going back home to Tampa, so, um, so obviously, you know, there's some pros and cons to Tavares coming to Toronto, um, you know, one pro would be the combination of Matthews, Tavares, and Kadri would easily give the Leafs the best center ice in the whole league, I don't even think that's a question, um, you know, and I think Kadri is really more so a number two center, but, um, you know, he's certainly not going to uh, take Tavares' spot or Matthew's spot, so he, he'd easily get pushed down. Um, and, I mean, that's a position that, for a long time, the uh, the Leafs have been needing, just as bad as a number one defenseman was a number one center, and obviously they got that when they drafted Matthews. Um, and, you know, he's a guy that... He's a franchise changer for them, and you know, adding Tavares only <laughs> only helps um, their cup potential. Um, you know, he's immediately going to uh, make them a even more dominant team to play against, and more versatile because they're going to have so many different options um, down the middle. And I mean, you know. Could they move Kadri up to play wing with Matthews or Tavares? Absolutely. Um, you know, on the power play, penalty kill, they can definitely have, um, you know, co- any combination of the three centers between Matthews and Tavares and Kadri, which I think would, um, you know, it would make them a lot harder to play against because it's, it's all about ma- – it's, it's, a, it's a matchup league. And when you've got, you know, your top two centers on the power play um, – you know, it, it, it's just going to make them really tough to play against. So, um, and then another one, obviously, as I touched on before, would be a Toronto area kid coming home. Um, you know, the last person who did that was David Clarkson, and that was in free agency. And we obviously all know how that worked out, and it was an absolute disaster for, for the Leafs. But, um, you know, I think Tavares is obviously in a different different class than Clarkson was, and you know, he's already a proven superstar where Clarkson had one good year and the Leafs paid on a whole bunch of money and, you know, now he's <laughs> doesn't even play the game anymore. So, um, you know, and, and, and I think the, you know, that, that allure has always been there, um, you know, f- for, for, you know, a Toronto kid coming home, you know, to put on his hometown sweater and, and, um, you know, try to bring a cup to the city, the, and to a fan base that has been absolutely starving for a championship. Um, you know, 1967 is a long time ago, and there's been so much mismanagement and so much, um, you know, so much disaster within the organization, and it's finally looking like that they're coming out of the, uh, you know, coming out of those bad times and are are finally you know they finally built something that has potential to be you know to be a success and um you know as someone like myself who's a Leaf fan and you know you could be easily put diehard in that because when it's hockey season I pretty much live and breathe the NHL and I don't miss too many Leaf games so um but again it will be um you know, there's there's certainly a lot of pressure that comes with that um, for Tavares and for the team. You know that I think if if 
if he does come, that's obviously going to make, um, you know, but again, that's going to put a lot of pressure on that team to do well and to um, win now. And, you know, I think that might be pushing it a little bit. Um, but we'll, we'll get into the cons in a minute. I still have one more pro to talk about. So, and, you know, the other thing, um, you know, Tavares, do, if, he, if he were to leave, it would be, it would look good on the league because for so many years, you know, there's never, the free agents, um, the big ones, they, they never leave. They always just end up signing contract extensions to stay where they're comfortable and, you know, to the team that they're drafted. And, you know, a guy like uh, Ekman Larson just signed an eight-year deal with Arizona. Um, you know, he was a guy that some people had talked about it was being, you know, could be an, a massive free agent to leave, but it didn't happen. You know, he he uh, decided to stay in, in Arizona where he's comfortable, and, um, you know, he has, he's every right to do that, of course, but, you know, personally, I don't know why he'd want to stay there. That team is an absolute disaster, and um, I don't see any, you know, they, they certainly don't have the um, potential like the Leafs have, but um, anyway, that's obviously, again, that, that's his choice, and, and uh, you know, he he did the easy thing, and um, I'll see another one being Stamkos, which I touched on a few years ago, um, you know, he, he really had a chance to make shockwaves for the league by, again, being the first big free agent to leave, you know, the team that drafted them and, and developed them, and um, but, you know, he decided to that he was more comfortable going back home, Tampa, which, you know, I can understand. Um, and obviously, you know, there's been a lot of talk about, um, you know, about him when, when he was in his uh, interview period, which, which all the free agents do in the NHL. They have, a, they, did, they have a chance to go and meet with teams to discuss contract and all things that go along with being a, a UFA. Um and, you know, there's been a lot of talk that the Leafs, they were really in on Stamkos and that they might have oversold it. You know, there's, you know, they said that the mayor, John Tory, was at the meeting and they had all these different company executives there to talk about marketing strategies for him and how much money he can make in endorsements, et cetera. And, and, and I think I think for him it was just a little overwhelming, a little overwhelming, excuse me. And I think he realized that, um, you know, how nuts Toronto hockey fans are and that, you know, I think he would much rather just live down in Florida where he can go to the beach every day and he can walk down the street and nobody really knows who he is. So, um, and, and I think that definitely will play a factor for Tavares as well. Cause he's, he's going to realize that, um, if he does decide to leave, you know, his life is going to change for, <laughs> for the rest, you know, for the, the last, the next, you know, seven plus years because, um, you know, he's not gonna be able to leave his place and go out in public as easy as he does, um, in New York and, and, um, you know, it, it'll be a big, it'll be a big change for him. So, um, so, you know, moving, so moving on some cons for the, for the deal, if he does come to Toronto, obviously salary cap, big thing. Um, you know, even with it going up to around 80 million, um, Bob McKenzie and Darren Drager reported that it's going to be around 79-80 million um, you know the Leafs they have three guys that they need to sign um, 
Nylander obviously has to be done this year because he because he's an RFA. Um, you know, what do they do with him? Are they, are they going to bridge him or are they, are they going to give him a long-term deal? That's, you know, that's up for discussion and debate. And then obviously Marner and Matthews, um, they don't have to be done this summer, uh, but next summer they will be, our, they will be RFAs as well. So, um, you know, and that's going to be a lot of money that's getting paid out to those three guys right there. Um, you know, some people are saying Matthews is going to make McDavid money, um, maybe a little less. Um, I think everybody who I've heard, all the, you know, Bob McKenzie and Darren Dreger and the guys on Overdrive, you know, they've all said, well, he's getting over, um, he's going to get paid more than what Eichel made. And Eichel made, I think Eichel's making 10 a year. So even if he started at 10.5 million years times eight, you know, that's a lot of money right there. And that's a that's a good chunk of your cap. And then, you know, and then Marner, I mean, what what is he going to want? You know, he... Uh, he certainly has all the potential, and and he's really shown that he can be a skilled, uh, skilled forward for them. And and he he had a great great playoff this past this past summer, and um, and uh, you know he's looking like a guy who is going to be a superstar for this team for a long time. Um, and and again, Nylander, he's in the same sort. Of, he's again he's in the same situation. You know, you don't know how much he's asking for, but all you know is that he needs. He needs a contract before he can play again. So, and that's going to be another. That's going to be another question: is is how much is he is he asking for? Um, you know, I know Pasternak, David Pasternak out of Boston, he got eight, or sorry, he got six million. Um, you know, do you pay him that? Do you pay him more? I I don't think I don't think he's like David Pasternak, but some people do. Um, so again, you're going to have to give him. You know, at least five if not more um but again it also depends if he's getting bridged or not so um you know another thing another thing will be the Leafs are gonna have to trade somebody you know they're gonna have to make some roster moves if they're gonna get to Verizon because he will between him and Matthews um you know right there you know that that's gonna push them well into you know up in the cap and you know it's it's going to make things difficult for them. So they're going to have to figure that out as well. Um, you know, a guy, I know I, I talked about, you know, the, the potential at least of the best center ice in the league. Um, you know, if Tavares comes in, do you really need to keep Nazem Kadri? You know, is, is is he a guy who you can move to address the back end? Which, as all, I'm pretty sure the majority of Lee fans would agree, is, you know, the glaring need on this team, you know, is is to improve that top four Um you know, and, and even maybe even better at a top two defenseman who can play with Morgan Riley because, um, you know, time and time again, Franny Anderson had to stay on his head for this team. And, uh, you know, it's, they need to get some help because I think you saw how exposed they got in the playoffs against Boston this this uh, this season. And, you know, it was – it's a glaring need for the team. Um, so, I mean, you know, I, I think Kadri could fetch them pretty decent return um you know and, and i mean it and if you want to go for even a bigger fish you know you can always package him with prospects and picks which you know the leafs do have a nice pool of prospects right now in the, with the marlies um and again another issue which i just touched on was you're still not fixing the major the major problem on the back end um you know they need top four defensemen um very badly you know, you cannot have 
You're going to have Ron Hainsey playing the amount of minutes he did this past season, you know, playing the full penalty kill, um, you know, plus all his matchups against top lines with Riley. You know, he's a guy that if if, if you can add a top two defenseman, um, you know, say a guy like, um, like Carlson, who I will touch on, um, who's also free agent, you know, if you can add him, that's going to take so much pressure off that back end. You have him and Riley, you know, say Garner Zaitsev and then Hainsey and Carrick or maybe Hainsey and Dermott, you know, one of the one of the young guys that, um, you know, that it's going to place the guys in proper situations and it's going to make their roster look a lot better. Um, and then obviously, you know, the last point, you know, do the Leafs really need to fares? I mean, they, you know, their, their top two centers are, are pretty good. Matthews and Kadri, um, you know, obviously adding a guy like Tavares, you know, would do, would make this team, like like I said before, huge contenders. Um, but, you know, Kadri, he, he put up 55 points last year. You know, they had 32 goals. Um, you know, that's that's pretty good for a, a number two center. And, you know, obviously, and, and he played 80 games, you know, only missed two games all year, so... Um, you know, and obviously Matthews, I mean, he, he had 63 points and he only played 62 games. So, I mean, imagine had he played, you know, the other 20, you know, how many point, how many more points would he have gotten, you know, um, probably definitely would have led the team of points. Um, and you know, Marner beat him out by six points and, and he played 20 more games on him. So I easily think Matthews would have been the, um, would have been the top point getter on the team for sure. So. Um, the other topic I want to talk about was, was other potential fits for the Leafs. Um, you know, say if Tavares decides just to stay in the island or if he, if he decides to sign with another team via free agency, who else, uh, who else is available? Um, a guy I, ta- I touched on was John Carlson, big ice time guy for the Capitals, just, you know, was crucial in them winning the cup this, this season. Um. You know, he's a guy that I would absolutely love if they could get. But I think he's going to he's gonna want he's gonna get paid as well. And there's gonna be a lot of suitors on in on him because every team needs uh <laughs> top end defensemen. Every there's every team could use help on, on the back end. And um you know, he had sixty eight points this past season and he was he only made for uh three point nine five million dollars, um, so he's due for a huge pay raise, which uh, again, what's that going to be in the seven eight million dollar range, um, and again that goes back to the you know, the salary cap implications that you know Fleece have other guys they need to pay as well, but I also believe that the back end is more of a priority than getting John Tavares, um, you know, and and another guy who I. I honestly wouldn't mind seeing. He he is a little bit older. He's thirty two, but a guy like Paul Stasny, um, you know, had fifty three points this past season. Um, was played pretty well for the Jets. Um, now his his cap it was seven million dollars, but again, you know, he is thirty two now, so I mean, he's certainly not going to get paid that much again. Um, you know, he's 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 a little bit more affordable, and you know, could easily fit in that number three role for the Leafs behind Matthews and Kadri. Um. You know, another guy just looking at the I'm looking at the PSN trade bait board. Um you know, another guy who I do like would be um 
you know, I, I would like to see I would like to see JVR come back, but um, I I just don't think that's gonna happen. I think he's gonna get paid too much, and um, you know, he can't he doesn't really kill penalties for you. All he does is play on the power play and play five on five minutes, and you know, for the amount of money he's gonna get paid, I just don't think it's gonna happen. Um, you know, I mean, he had a great year, and and I absolutely love him. Um, again, he was on a very friendly contract. Played eighty one out of eighty two games, but I I think a team is going to pay a lot of money for him, so I just don't see that happening. So that's going to wrap up my first ever podcast. Um, you know, again, I'm just doing this to test this out. You know, I know it's not professional. I know it doesn't sound like any of the normal podcasts that you probably listen to. Um, you know, this is just one guy's opinion. You know, I I I feel like people from small towns, you know, they're just as big as sport fans as guys, you know, as fans are in who live in Toronto, New York, Boston, LA, etc. And, uh, you know, a small town folk, we need a voice as well. So, um, that'll be it for this, this show. You know, if you, if you like what you hear, you know, I would love the feedback, maybe tips, um, maybe potential topics, you know, it doesn't have to be just around the NHL. It could be NFL, MLB, NBA, anything. Um, you know, like I said, I, I, I watch sports quite religiously, and um, you know, I I believe I can offer some insight in, into lots of different areas of sports, um, and obviously, you know, if this thing goes the way I would like it to go, you know, maybe start doing some interviews. I I already have a guy in mind, um, you know, obviously I, I would I still need to talk to him and see if he would want to do it, but, um. You know, obviously, I need to get, uh, you know, need to get some some feedback. So please give me that. Appreciate it. Thanks.